Thank you. Thank you very much for coming back to another episode of You, you Didn't, Didn't Ask. With uh, uh, Frankie. And Tish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the lip curl at this very moment. Thank you. Thank you very I much. I can't hear it in your lip movement. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing. I'm doing the lip thing. I'm what? I care now. <laughs> okay, let me start this off by saying I know I'm silly, but it was probably like I'm really gonna date myself here. About 1982, maybe even younger, 1981. My dad had. A whole like record player entertainment thing. I don't yeah. even know what you call it. Was it was very popular during that time that it had like this huge record player. You know those ones like you could slide it open from the top? Yep. Okay. So my dad had this badass like record player. And my dad had actually what I think is a really good taste in music. He listened to the likes of Roy Orbison and Patsy Cline. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know Dr. Hook. Um, a, a bunch of stuff that I actually really liked, but he put this one album and we weren't allowed to touch it. Mm-hmm. And I remember he was gone <laughs> and my mom had fallen asleep and I opened up the little record player and I pulled out the albums and I saw this one of this man in a white jumpsuit and it was all sparkly and stuff. And I think there was like a planet or something behind him. I can't remember. But I was like, ooh, <laughs> what is this? And I think I was literally like four years old. And I pulled it out. And I put it on the record player. And I did with the needle <laughs> on the record. And I played that shit. And it was all and the next thing i heard was that voice come out of the stereo system and i am not kidding you from that very second on i was absolutely totally 100 percent hooked to elvis presley like he like it was like he spoke to me i don't know (laughs) what it was and then after that i had to know everything there was to know and i wanted to know every song and and listen to every album and i had so many questions for my parents like you know when did he start singing where did this come like the whole nine and it never stopped i'm telling you i think for every single holiday that you receive gifts yeah from that time until now and it's 40 years later i still receive something elvis and i am not objecting to it i've had elvis ornaments on my christmas tree (laughs) i have you know you're in my house i have elvis all over the walls of my house Mm -hmm. actually behind us right now is a elvis looking at him right now is an elvis zombie i don't even know what do you call that thing it's like a day of the dead but what is that that like quilt the the quilt tapestry is that what it's called I don't know. Elvis everywhere. I know El- every Elvis song. She even has a toilet cover scene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't at this time, but she's not wrong that I I've had one in the her. past. <laughs> I used to have one. I've had Elvis everything. Elvis shirts. I remember when I was in elementary school, we had a uh, twin day 
And my poor unsuspecting best friend at the time, we had to go shopping for outfits so that we could match. And I made her buy this white shirt that had a picture of Elvis on it that said, love me tender. And when you push the button, it'd be like, love me tender. And it would sing the song. I forced her to dress like that on (laughs) Twin Day. (laughs) So unhealthy obsession. I don't know. I know there's tons of Elvis fans out there that probably know way more than I do. But... I love him. I think my experience is a a little bit different than yours. Actually, a lot different than yours. Like, my mom, I was obsessed with Elvis since I can remember. Like, in love and obsessed with him. It's hard not to. It it was either, like, the Beatles or Elvis that people had those unhealthy obsessions with. Well, mine was Elvis. With her being so obsessed, it was never an obsession of mine because of the (laughs) level of her obsession. You rejected it. This is like, too much. When you hear like your mom talk about this man that she's like drooling over and and fantasizing about in detail, like it's really easy to be like, you know, that's not for me. But I love like I love his music. Yes. But as far as him, like the, I'm like, okay, that's my mom's thing. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not gonna follow that. We're not gonna I have can bonding understand time that. Yes. over grossness. Like I can that, that's totally cool. understand that. <laughs> I get she, it. She was like, I married your dad because he looked like a Mexican Elvis. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, no. Well, when he was younger, <laughs> no, when he was younger, I could see where she seen the resemblance. But then when she got started talking about outfits and stuff, that's where like I draw the line. <laughs> Don't want to know how gross. He's no. so... <sighs> I don't even know, like, in today's standards, I think that he would be considered handsome. Yeah, I think he's still... He's, still he's a very good-looking man. His music still is very, like, captivating. And I, I honestly think, like, if he were to come out now or, like, were still be alive for some strange reason, like, I think he still would be really high up there. I Like, as far as being, like, a legend and people For sure. Him. He was, you know, doing stuff that that no other white rock star, you know, was doing at the time, for sure. I think his gyrating, like, really sets him apart for, like, (laughs) a lot of things. When I was little, I obviously... Gyrated. Didn't <laughs> didn't really hone on the gyrating. It wasn't until I got older when I realized like why all the women were screaming. <laughs> um, because yeah, he was hot. He was hot and he was doing things <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but we're not really gonna talk about Elvis's life, mm-hmm. all of his amazing music his movies, any of that stuff. We're not going to talk about Priscilla or anything there. Because it is August 12th, it is four days until the anniversary of Elvis's death. And there are tons, tons, tons of conspiracies surrounding his death. I mean, him alone, but his death. It can go in so many directions. It depends, like, really, like, what you want to believe and what you don't. Right. So, first off, if you're listening to this and and you don't know who Elvis is... uh, Shame on you. (laughs) More than shame on you. Like, where have you been your entire life? Maybe they're new. Are you an alien? Maybe There's no way you can't. He's influenced so many people. That's one. King of rock and roll. Two, if you know who Elvis is, but you don't know his music... Bro, 
I think that it that's what influenced, honestly, like the path that I took in my life. And mm-hmm. as far as like going toward the whole rockabilly thing mm-hmm. and then, you know, branching out into like liking you know, monsters and all that stuff started right there. Like that, that was the birth of (laughs) the real true birth of little me. So if you don't know his music, plus there's a new movie and I shame on me. I know don't come at me for this. I have not seen it. And you would think an ultra fan like this would have, but I actually had a date planned with a friend to go watch it. And then it kept getting postponed. So now I just haven't seen it and I will, but I don't, I'm a little bit afraid because I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll touch on that later. But um, so he died August 16th, 1977. And I was born like eight months later, I want to say. And when I was a little girl, I used to tease all the time that like I was Elvis reincarnate. Like I swore (laughs) that Elvis died and then rebirthed into me. I don't even know where I got that. Like, honestly, we didn't talk about past lives and stuff like that when I was a little girl, but I swear, like, I I came back. I used to be Elvis, and I came back when I was little. My mom um, told us a story. It's because she remembers it vividly getting the news because it was the baby shower of my sister that she found out, and she said everyone in the room just broke out crying. Crying? Hysterically. He's one of those stars that, you know, shines so bright, and there won't ever be anyone like him ever again. And actually, I feel like we're leaving that whole era of, like, superstar. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we'll ever know anyone the likes of that. To have people screaming insane and crying and passing out and, you know, him and, and Michael Jackson are who I think of, which actually they're tied. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, there's some, like, articles that I was reading in, like, uh, people's personal accounts of being around him. And all of them said that he had, like, this mystical, like, energy, like, aura about him that was so, like, so, I guess, encompassing. Like, when he'd walk into a room, everyone would stop what they're doing. Besides the fact that he was, a, like, a Totally hot. Well, yeah, <laughs> that, that too. too. But there's something about him. Like his his whole like his like, aura being. or something, yeah. Like he was, um, I know he was really into numerology and stuff, very spiritual, right? And, and I think it like emanated off of him. They said that him and his mom also had like the psychic connection too. They had the shinning, yeah. So it could be that he had some other things going on that kind of made him magical. On top of the fact that he was really talented, right? And he seems like a very. Um, I don't know how to say it. Like, just the fact that he was in tune, it seemed like he was very in tune. Like, even his, like, obsession with martial arts mm-hmm. was all, like, about a oneness and a connection and, you know, like, that kind of thing. So, anyways, he died August 1977. And there's also a lot of stories that I've heard over the years about the way he died. I hear, like, a Mama cat, Mama Cass <laughs> t- type story. You know, people say she died choking on a ham sandwich. I hate that freaking story. It's not yeah. the truth. But I've heard, like, you know, he was sitting on the toilet eating a bacon peanut butter sandwich and choked on the sandwich. Or um, he was doing bad things yeah. while sitting on the toilet and and that killed him and, and all this stuff. And then, you know, these stories take off like wildfire. When the truth of the matter is, he died of cardiac arrest. Yeah. He was on the toilet. Mm-hmm. However, there's a lot more depth to the story. His his They say that the heart attack was not, even though he died of a heart attack, it wasn't the cause. It was something else that made him have the heart attack. 
And that's why he died. So going back a little bit, he had a huge love for horses and he rode a lot and he got saddle pain from that. And, you know, it's basically in the hip area. So no, it wasn't from gyrating. It was actually from riding horses. And because of this, he and and the immense amount of pain that he was in, he was taking Pain medication. What if the gyration was really just to get the <laughs> flow back in there? And he's like, I've been standing too long. Let me gyrate. That way I, I can Maybe. this song without being in pain. And everyone's like, oh, my God. He's, like, thrusting his hips. But really, he's, like, swaying back and forth on stage trying to work out his... His bat wings. His, <laughs> his saddle pain. But, yeah, so he had the saddle pain. And he started taking medication for it. And his doctor was Dr. Nicopolis, I want to say. I know I'm going to end up later going, no, that wasn't it. But they called him Dr. Nick. And he was giving him or prescribing him like humongous doses of all different kinds of pain medicine. It was like thousands of pills had that had been prescribed to him in, in this time. Sounds like evil Dr. Nick. Right. So he's he's prescribing overly prescribing all this medication to him and if you guys know anything about pain taking pain meds you know that they that shit backs you up like bad fortunately i've never had to do that but i hear <laughs> stories like yeah like definitely especially the hardcore pain meds which is what he was on mm -hmm. so you know he, and he keeps taking them and keeps taking them and keeps taking them and they basically came to the conclusion that yes he died of the heart attack but it was because of all these pain meds that he yeah. was taking so a lot of people said oh he died of a drug overdose and all this kind of stuff but when come to find out and they did the autopsy he had all these meds in his body and not only that, this is a little bit on the gross side. He was also backed up. And they said they found like, what, four months worth of yeah. backed up stool, stool in his system. Which is jacked up, dude. And like his eating habits before that were really best. Like he was eating way more than he should. He was like constipated for months. Yeah, like, like towards the end of his life, he would like go in private and just eat like platters of cheeseburgers. I think it was... The fact that he, I think he was depressed, mm -hmm. honestly, especially if you can't go for that long. And I know that's like just the minimal part of it, but that's horrible. So he was hella depressed and, and well, at least I think he was. His last years, he had become like a serious recluse. And like you would imagine like someone that famous who has all these people around him, he's not feeling well. Right. And he wasn't old. He was young. He was only 42 when he yeah. died. Which is crazy because I remember when I was younger, like looking at pictures of him, like, at, you know, the, the last couple months of his life and thinking like, dude, he was hell old. He was in his 60s. And then now knowing, he was all clammy and sweaty and yeah, like, like breathing I, heavy and shit. He was basically in a downward spiral. To, to say the least. And, and you know what I've noticed, too, when there's huge stars like this, I don't know, like, I'm sure people had to have said something to him, but it's. People usually enable. Yeah. You know, or or they don't know. It's it's a touchy subject. It's a touching matter. So anyways, he dies and the doctor, okay, this is where it gets crazy. To me, it does. And I was telling Tish, like, it so resembles the king of pop. Yep. And how he died. Mm -hmm. Almost and, the same story. Right. King of rock and roll, king of pop. His daughter married the king of pop. 
you know, like it's just too many, too much to be a coincidence. So anyways, they, they get the doctor and they're like, basically like he went to court. They're like, you killed him. And, and he's like, he got acquitted. And then I think they like suspended his license for a few months and they found out that he was doing this, you know, with several people. And eventually I think in 1993, his license was revoked altogether which is another story, but it's too similar to, so Michael Jackson, you know, was in the Pepsi commercial and uh, there was some horrible accident mm-hmm. where his hair caught on fire his face. and yeah, he had horrible burns. And after that incident, he was constantly on pain pills and asking for pain pills constantly all the time. And, and especially like with the dancing and all the stuff and his doctor was over prescribing as you guys know. And he died of cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. Too damn weird. Too damn weird to me that, and you know, there's hella conspiracies behind Michael Jackson's death too. And people all always say that, oh, Michael Jackson's still alive. So anyway, back to the king of rock and roll. So he's gone and immediately. After he passes, people start spotting him everywhere. There was even a picture right. that someone had taken. Still day, they right. There was a picture that was taken at Graceland right after he died. And the picture was of him sitting behind, like, some other building. And people were like, look, he's still alive. He's sitting here at Graceland. And then someone said, no, that's just the groundskeeper, like, kind of thing. Yeah, they are really quick to, like, just say, no, that's not him. So... Then I'm like, why? You know, there's so many sightings. And I know when a huge star like that passes, people don't want them to be dead. No. You know, they, they'll they think of any excuse or reason. And, and just like, I mean, think about it. When Tupac passed. Right. You know, when Princess Di passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Mar- Marilyn Monroe passed. Even people like are like, characters no, like- they're still alive. They're still alive. Even characters like Steve Jobs have been spotted like recently. So this is not something new. This legacy, even now, like, that whole conspiracy theories have not died. It's like they've stayed true as, like, mysteries as to what has gone on with him after this reporting of his death. So, yeah, basically, people are just like, no, he decided he didn't want to perform anymore, but he's still out there. He's still alive. So one of the conspiracies surrounding his death is that it's said that I want to say either the day before or maybe the day of, somewhere close to the time that he died, there was a black helicopter spotted at Graceland. You know black helicopters are a bad omen. So everyone is saying that, okay, there was a black helicopter and now all of a sudden he's gone. So you know that he basically fled. He hopped in that helicopter and went to Bermuda to lay low. Uh, Till he, you know, because he became tired of of being like this huge and too, star. Like, he he's already showing signs that he um he's setting himself up by being a recluse. Doesn't want to be around people. He was gaining weight like crazy, so maybe they were setting up a story for something like this to happen. And he because he wanted to split. Right. It's not that hard to do when you got money like that. It's the same thing they say about Michael Jackson. It's the same thing they say about Tupac. It's the same thing they say about you know, princess die. And honestly, with all the shit that's coming out right now in Mm -hmm. Hollywood at this day and age, where we have the internet, where we have cameras on our person all the time, and it's still not coming out fully. It's just like gradually spilling. 
imagine how much shit was going on back then that nobody knew about mm-hmm. because there was no way for us to know. No, unless it was word of mouth. Because mm-hmm. now anybody can see anything pretty yeah. much. Or like you don't have full control over what like where the cameras are and where they're pointing. Back then you can just like fade into the mist if you wanted to. Right. So it's a possibility. Um, there's also theories that he is alive and preaching. He's a preacher, a pastor in Arkansas, because there's this um, pastor there named uh, Bob Joyce. And they say that he looks like resembles, I'll say that he resembles him. And not only because of the way he looks, but because of his singing voice. Apparently, it's really close. I haven't listened to any of his sermons or or seen any of the video. I probably will after this. But um, they say that even in his sermons, he says a lot of the things that, you know, Elvis said or like lean toward. So people are just totally like, nope, he's alive. And he is this, this Joyce guy. To play devil's advocate towards that, I would think that if you're trying to hide your identity and you're trying to get away, the last thing you want to do is be on stage. and Right. Putting yourself on the public eye. Yeah. It could be that this guy's obsessed with Elvis. Exactly my thought. It's probably just a huge super fan. Um, Because, I mean, think about all the Elvis impersonators that are out there in the world that resemble him in some way, you know? Which is a weird thought. Like, what if, like... Because he was such a big energy and star, like he got split up into shards and you're just one of them, Frankie. Like a whore crux? Yeah. <laughs> I'm an L crux. I'm a cruxvis. Cruxvis. <laughs> Cruxvises. Um, and another conspiracy is that he faked his death mm-hmm. to dodge the mob. Yes. So we were doing some research, and he was involved with the FBI. They asked him to do something to infiltrate some group, uh, you know, against his will, obviously. Like, how do you how do you say no to the FBI when they show up at your door and basically tell you you have to do something? And in, in his involvement, he may have done – he's too big of a dude to, like, you know, hide. So, like <laughs> – yeah. Uh, again, like you, you piss somebody off or whatever. You get ro- involved in the wrong type of thing. It's really hard for you to get away, and this could have been his solution to deal with that. Right. A lot of people say that you know maybe he just went into the witness protection program because of this. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and here's something interesting too that in relation to this, there's a man named Gail Brewer Giorgio, and he wrote a book in 1988 entitled Elvis Is Alive. And it talks about the FBI documents that they don't outright say he was working for the FBI, but they kind of suggest that he could have gone into the witness protection program. Mm -hmm. And this author is like, do I know if Elvis is alive today? No, I don't. I'm reading this as a quote. But I know he didn't die on August 16th. Prove it. <laughs> well, then you get all those other things too, like those. I don't. I don't know if you guys have all seen that movie, Death Becomes Her, where there's like yes. a cameo appearance. Yes. Elvis is there again. We don't know. What if he was a space alien? I'm I'm taking the conspiracy theories farther than they need to go. But I was like, there's so many things that could have happened. Yeah, they said that, it, I guess, in, in this book, too, that he was an undercover agent working for the FBI that was being used to infiltrate the fraternity. It's like some criminal organization. Uh, and that he had to disappear because they they figured it out or they, they thought he was the rat or the mole or whatever. So he had to get the F out of Dodge, basically. 
Oh, and people are constantly trying to like, okay, yeah, here are all our, of our conspiracy theories, but mm-hmm. let's have some proof behind this. Let's have some weight behind this. And the things that people are trying to use as proof, which is funny, is um, on his his tombstone, it says Elvis Aaron Presley. Yeah, like his misspelling of but his real name. But his, his name at birth, Aaron, was spelt a-R-O-N. Mm-hmm. And on the tombstone, it says A-A-R-O-N. So they're like saying that he kind of was like, because he was super spiritual and all that kind of stuff, it gave him the heebie-jeebies or weirded him out or felt like it would be some weird kind of curse if he had a tombstone with his real name on it. So that little change made it so that it wasn't really him, you know, you know, faking your death and then mm-hmm. it just creeped him out. That's what people are saying. And another interesting way that people try to prove that he's still alive is, so I know you guys have seen the movie Home Alone, Mm -hmm. which came out 13 years after Elvis's death. Okay. And there is a scene where Catherine O'Hara is, I think, in the airport and she's trying to, like, talk to the, whatever, trying to negotiate a ticket or whatever. And there's a man standing behind her in line looking irritated. And he's got on a turtleneck, I think a sports coat, and he's in, like, you know, full beard. Right. And people swear that that's Elvis. Now, if you go right now and look (laughs) at this image, it looks like the guy from Home Improvement that played uh al borland i don't know what his name is in real life that was the opposite of tim yeah on the tool time show right Mm -hmm. he looks like that to me he doesn't look anything like elvis at both side by side comparisons and i'm gonna say that this is totally false hoax not it's a reach like a huge like he would have to have plastic surgery he looks way too young I mean, Elvis he's, died at 42. This is 13 years over, later, so that would yeah, make him, what, his like, His face 55. is not even long enough. His nose is different. I looked at his, like, silhouette and bone structure. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not what I would say an expert, but there's things on there that I'm like, okay, no. Like, definitely no. Yeah. I mean, not, this, the forehead is too different. They don't the, even look related. <laughs> no, at all. I'm like, why would people even think that? I like, that is know. the biggest reach. But secondly, yeah, they're using that as the fact that, like, okay, Chris Columbus made Home Alone. Right. and And Elvis is in the background of that movie. And then the scene where Kevin McAllister is, like, shaving, you know, and ah! And he's like singing White Christmas, and White mm-hmm. Christmas is a song that Elvis sang as well. Yeah. Um, Maybe Chris right. Columbus is just an Elvis, Elvis fan. fan. Right. <laughs> like, come on. And then why Thank you. Thank you very much. in hiding again would he reach out to, uh, you know, someone who makes movies <laughs> like, and be like, I'm okay with being uh, found and dispelled? Right. Like, like, makes no sense. Whoever came up uh, with that. And people were like, oh, he's trying to give hints to his family that he's alive and well, but he doesn't want to uh, put them at any risk so he can't go to them directly. Like, there's so much stuff. Well, the the other conspiracy or, like, weird kind of connection is that his daughter marries Michael Jackson, and Michael Jackson dies in a very similar way. And everyone thinks Michael Jackson's still alive. Yeah, and again, like, it's it, that... To me, that there's no such thing as coincidence. I don't believe in like that. That's uh, even a factor anymore. Like, oh, that just that's weird, but uh, unrelated. 
I just feel like that there's something there, whether it was forced or not. I don't know. Again, what's her uh, what's her name? Le- Lisa Marie Presley. Yeah, Lisa Marie Presley said that she felt like she was being pressured into that relationship afterwards. So again, who knows what that's all about? Was Michael Jackson that much of an Elvis fan that he wanted his do- <laughs> daughter? You know what? Like, he, I, didn't he buy the whole catalog of the Beatles music? Like he yeah, owned I the think- whole catalog. So you know what? It, it wouldn't surprise me if he wanted to have a similar life and a similar death. I mean, or he just uh, found he her was, as a collectible. He, right. And he was kind, well, not kind of, we all do know the odd stories about him as well. Mm-hmm. So like I could see him, even if people are saying that he faked his death as well, if he did, I could see him wanting to, to, to do it that way. Like the king of mm-hmm. rock and roll mm-hmm. and then the king of pop. And then him marrying Lisa Marie. I mean, I know that there's tons of stories about how they met, like she would come to his concert, like, you know, that kind of stuff too. But I really think that he zoned in on her on purpose. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, definitely. Like, and that makes way more sense than that there's this weird, like, Illuminati-type-esque uh, conspiracy about their death. You know and- what? There very well could be, though. Like I said, you know, all the weird crap that's coming out. That's very true. Who knows? So the other thing that I wanted to say is the day after he had been, he had been reported dead after he died. I say reported dead because. It's only reported. Right. It's only reported. Um, As far as we know, it's hearsay. There was a man Mm -hmm. that looked like him Mm -hmm. and he was at the Memphis airport and he was buying a ticket, a one-way ticket to Buenos Aires. In Argentina. And why do people always escape to South America? <laughs> maybe some South American fans, when you guys are out there, those of you in Brazil and down there who have been listening, maybe you can clarify if there's, like, towns that are filled with, like, supposedly you dead celebrities. I mean, Hannibal Lecter did it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't he go to Buenos Aires, too? I think he did. Or some Latin... I don't know. I have to rewatch anyway, the movie. <laughs> so, yeah. So... He he's buying this one way ticket, and here's the craziest part: he used the name John Burroughs when he bought the ticket. Now, this is a very, very, very well known used alias for Elvis when he checked into hotel rooms. Interesting, John Burroughs. So, think what you will of this. Maybe Elvis bought a ticket and is living his life out in Buenos Aires. Or maybe some clever dude set it up to kind of throw people off to where he really went. Could be that they had that it they really helped him well and they right. Or it was a super fan that was trying to orchestrate conspiracies. Yeah, it could have been that they found out and then they did that. And they're, they're like, like let's let people do yeah, so that they'll question it. And I don't know. It's a trip. And there's so much more. There's so much more detail to this story. Like, all the things that was wrong, all the things that were wrong with Elvis, like, physically as well as Mm -hmm. health-wise, that you would go, okay, yes, of course. There's no way that he could have survived. It could have been his doctor who had someone do that because he's like, he's still alive and I didn't kill him. There's a like you can go down the right. rabbit hole and like and stay there for days. Right. And the fact that it's really weird too is that I don't remember the doctor in Michael Jackson's case name off the top of my head right now, but he didn't get acquitted. 
he's he's basically guilty of the murder of Michael Jackson. And it's how many years later that it, it was like this one story panned out this way and when it happened again it panned out another way. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know, it just baffles me. It totally baffles me. And do I believe that Elvis is still alive? For the longest, longest, longest time, I did not. For many years. I'm like, come on, people. I mean, sightings all the time. People were taking pictures. Oh, I saw him in Mexico. I would I think saw him. that you would have held out for, like, hope. That's where, like, I would have assumed. I mean, of course. Do I wish that he was still alive? Absolutely. A hundred percent. But I just couldn't. It was too much fantasy. Mm-hmm. It was like... It was like I, I didn't want to hold out for hope just to be disappointed. Because really, if he faked his death, he doesn't want to be seen e- anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So are we ever going to get the likes of Elvis again? Probably not. There are people that swear that they have DNA evidence proving that he's still alive. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it just goes on and on. Now, as I'm older and so many strange things have been revealed in time. And especially like after the whole Weinstein thing happened, it's like it opened the floodgates to like so much more stuff that people are being accused of or that came to be fact that we don't want to know, you know, like cannibalism in Hollywood and all this crazy shit. Is it a possibility? Yes. yes. Anything is possible. I, I think for me, it makes me kind of happy. Not that like, that all of these things can possibly happen. It's just like, I've always been in that conspiratorial like mindset, like to question the narrative, question what people tell me, don't take everything, anything for face value, that people are actually more comfortable talking and sharing these ideas before like to even think like that people would call you crazy. And I was like, so people like what everything is possible like i i never questioned that because my mom's like hey he died blah 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 you know and as we are doing research on the story it makes it way more plausible that, that some he could of these still be people, alive yeah that he successfully escaped that how old up. would he be now like 87 can we do the math yeah he'd be 87 yes i mean it's it's a possibility i don't know with his hamburger um diet with the right with the the, that's the thing too is that you know didn't you say that there was a liver failure and yeah the toxicology though again all of that assuming that he died he had looks like um jaundice from um having hepatitis he had some signs of liver failure which would a hundred percent be accurate with that amount of medication that he was taking so assuming that that is all true it looks like he's dead but also didn't his family take like 50 years or some shit i don't know if it was quite that long 40 years i don't remember how the, the number is to even release the autopsy reports or the toxicology reports, whatever. I can't remember and exactly that to in me detail. It's so, strange. Well, one thing is that people were like, okay, we don't want to release this because it's going to tarnish this image of him. But bullshit. Like, it, I could understand if he was, you know, shooting up and, and doing that kind of stuff and them not wanting the world to know. But he was on pain medication that was being prescribed to him by his doctor who said... He gave in to him and gave him all the meds that he wanted because he was afraid that he was going to get him on the street, which is a whole bunch of bullshit, too. Like, could he have gotten them on the street? Absolutely. 100%. And a doctor should know better. And he should have looked for alternatives. 
And I think maybe shoulda, woulda, coulda. I guess it, it, like like I don't I don't know the mindset of his family. I don't know like I wasn't born in the seventies to be like you know aware of the like the whole social climate and the what way. What are you trying to say? I was born in the seventies, but you Just weren't kidding. aware. You're like <laughs> no, I like, wasn't. I was a baby. I'm sorry, again like. To know, like, the climate, like, yes. I feel like everyone was on drugs at that time. Again, that's just, like, my impression of right. what the 70s were. And the 80s, So yeah. that wouldn't have been that uncommon, but, like, the fact that, like, maybe, like, there was a potential murder at play, uh, you know, with over overdosing, and maybe something like that would have made him more of a legend, but all those things leaked out anyway. So, again, it, it was like, wouldn't you want to clarify that? Or would you want to leave it so that someone has time to go hide and do whatever they need right? to do? And it's always stuff like that that makes it more suspicious. Right. I could understand the family wanting to keep their privacy. Yes, it would be embarrassing to find out that he passed away on the toilet. But we all knew that early on anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, his fiance at the time was the one that found him. And that wasn't private information. It was, you know, yes, that's embarrassing. But death is a part of life mm-hmm. and there are a million ways to go and and that fucking sucks one um where was i going with this oh i always think of when the family doesn't want to you know give the information bob saget yes that's exactly what i was thinking of i swear to god so is that is weird? bizarre to me and isn't it weird other people I'm not going to name names have recently had the same type of fate as him. I'm talking Bob Saget. Right. If you guys don't know about the whole Bob Saget thing, too, I mean, well, maybe we'll do an episode on Bob Saget or maybe we won't. It's kind of scary to to touch on stuff like this. I don't want to touch it. Yeah, I don't want to. We don't want. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about what we don't want. Too fresh. But too new. The thing is, is that. The thing to me that was most suspicious about that is the fact that the family does not want his autopsy. I don't know what's happened now. I haven't followed up. I'm going to go and read after this and maybe we'll do it. No, we won't. Um, I'm going to go read up after and see what happened. But that's what makes it more suspicious to me is when the family is working so hard to keep things covered up and so much so that they went, I believe, to court to fight to keep that shit private. Like, like, what are you fucking hiding? Right. Unless, again, don't want to touch that, but you you already know where I'm going. And those of you who are like-minded, you already know where I'm going with that. And again, it's like... And if you don't, then thank God you don't. Yeah, Ignorance is bliss. Yes, totally. Um, But, I don't know. Again, (laughs) it's so much in a story wrapped around people of fame and fortune and, like... I don't even know. I'm speechless. And not only that, but who knows what he was involved with truly right. what he was involved with. Right. Everyone saw him one way. And what if he made a deal with the wrong type of person? Right. With the big D. Who, who like, no. Right. Like, or did how. something that was bad and, and that needs to remain covered up. Right. I mean, I don't even want to think about it. But I, I anything think, is possible, right. especially when you're in that, like position of mm-hmm. being that much of an influencer and i mean literally anybody would have done anything that he said mm-hmm. and and he had that power over he had people power and also he was very spiritual so again like there's a certain point that maybe he got involved in something and he, he was taking it out on himself and then again like 
maybe he found a solution. Yeah, who knows what demons he was wrestling with, to be Mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be anything. It could be nothing. It could be just exactly how they spelled it out to us. And folks, this is why we do not want to become ultra famous. Okay? All right. A little bit, but not a lot. Okay? A little bit, but not a lot of it. (laughs) Just the proper amount. Just enough to pay the bills. Just a tip. (laughs) So anyway, if you guys have more stuff on conspiracies revolving around or the king of rock and want roll us to touch on in on any conspiracy that is like troubling your mind maybe you talk to all your friends and no one wants to listen to you anymore <laughs> like maybe there's something you just want to be like you know what there's someone else in the world that can see my point of view again just like you know email us maybe we can touch on that i'm tripping out right now thinking of the fact that we are still talking about this man 45 years later right after 45 years after his death and people can't let it go and i don't know i'm tripped out right now i have these weird goosebumps again why i don't know menopause you know what's weird too is one of the times (laughs) that that we were doing the estes method i don't want to go into what that is right now shut up no (laughs) we were doing the estes method and one of the things that came out after something that was obviously meant for us mm-hmm. was Elvis is over there. Were they Those about exact you? words were Elvis is over there. I think Elvis is pretty pointed at what it means because when you say Elvis, I don't care who you are. If you're named Elvis or you are an Elvis impersonator, nobody's thinking of you in that regard. They're thinking of the one and only Elvis. But again, Maybe Elvis is alive. Oh, you know what they said? If you take some of the letters of Kevin McAllister and mix them around, it spells out Elvis is alive. <laughs> I think you... Shut up. I swear to God, read the conspiracy Shut stuff. Up. That's one of the things. I mean, not all the lo- the letters are involved, but a lot of them, they say if you take the letters and move them around... If I take a sentence and move it around, it'll say Elvis, Elvis is alive. Al- right. You can do that with anything, yeah, probably. But that's one of the things that I would slap anybody say. who said that to me. Like, Elvis is alive. <laughs> Um, that's not proof of anything <laughs> at all. Anyway, I will, I know, forever be a fan of Elvis. And I love, like, all of his music. And I like some, some impersonators <laughs> and some of their renditions. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you about one rendition that lasted my entire life. Because every single time I think of Elvis now... Um, <laughs> You giggle. <laughs> I laugh because. Oh, well, let me <laughs> let me do some backstory. How dare you laugh at my Elvis? So, my Nina, uh, my godmother, uh, her daughter was getting married, and they hired some mariachi, a lady, to like do all the live like concert in the, the music. Hall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, for the wedding. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, t- totally awesome, totally appropriate. But then she fucking breaks down the <laughs> Elvis song, and I was not ready for it. Okay. <laughs> So she was like, and I'm not making fun of anybody, okay, just to make this straight. But she was like, love me tender. In <laughs> the way she sang it. And like my mom and dad were like so in love with the way that she sound they run and like ran and got her CD and they would play it all the time. And I was just like, can At we volume 100 or something yeah, in the house? Like, can we stop? <laughs> Like, Elvis was always...
always playing in the background. But then this version was just like, you know, the cover band was, was not working for me. And every single time I hear Love Me Tender, I think of that woman that, lady. that I met that day. And how like uh, weirded out and like. Well, was, that just goes to show how Elvis crosses borders, man. Yeah, like okay. everybody. When you make an album, that it, it's it's like the one-off weird like i was not expecting it to be i don't know i uh, maybe i should just shut up <laughs> it, <laughs> it affected you your whole life i still remember the outfit she was wearing what exactly what she did she have like. a pompadour was she wearing like white she, bell bottoms no she was wearing cape? a mariachi outfit that kind of was sparkly a little bit like in but like not towards an Elvis or anything like that. But I just remember her bleach, bleach blonde hair. Oh, she had blonde hair. Huge looped earrings with her hat, her mariachi hat. And her love of Elvis. Yeah, she loved him. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that song. Love me tender. That's not even my favorite Elvis song. I have so many. I don't want to get into this. So yeah. This episode will never end. But again, thank you. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> Bye. And remember, if you're going to be paranormally active, you uh, better use protection. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.